Are you curious about that one supplement that I take every single day? In fact, multiple times a day? Head on over to Organifi.com forward slash Varga, use promo code Varga to save 20% off of your next order. Why I love Organifi is they are glyphosate-free, non-GMO, superfoods, and adaptogenic fruit juice blends. Superfoods are really important for your everyday metabolic processes, and adaptogens are really key to help you overcome stress in stressful situations. Stress is a sign of being alive, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just make sure we have adaptogens on board so we can cruise through that stress, overcome those obstacles with greater grace and ease. Enjoy today's episode on the School of Radiance podcast, and you're going to love Organifi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 100th episode right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. I just want to spend a moment to say thank you for each and every one of you who have taken this journey with me. I, you know, really straight from my heart, hope that you've been learning some really beautiful things along the way to support your body, mind, spirit and energy, because that is my complete intention with all of this. So welcome to the 100th episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. Thanks for joining me on this journey. And in true collaborative fashion, this is co-hosted with the fabulous Katie Type A. So thank you for joining us, Katie. (laughs) It is my pleasure. And it is just so fun to be part of such an amazing celebration. This is a huge milestone. And this has been a year of so many milestones that we can talk a little bit more about in this podcast. But I'm so excited to be with you, girl, even though we haven't met in person. I feel like we're like, close to best friends in real life. It's just amazing. (laughs) It's actually super adorable. So we have a couple of things in this episode. So if you're watching on the Rachel Varga Facebook page or YouTube channel, I do have a bottle of bubbly next to me because we're going to be popping a bottle in this episode. We're also going to be doing a giveaway and having a little bit of fun together. Yeah, it's going to be a real fun deep dive into everything you've ever wanted to know about Rachel Varga behind the scenes. I'm going to be actually taking over the interview, asking her the questions that you all want to know. And so we're going to get, we're going to get really nerdy and have fun. And we're just so excited for you guys to be along for the ride. Uh, I have some in traditional biohacking fashion, I have some ketone esters that I'm celebrating with mama. So (laughs) bottoms up and cheers to you and a fabulous podcast. And here's to a hundred more. Mmm, I have some nice local Vancouver Island rosé. It's not dry mm. farm wines, though. Oh. Well, you know, good. Lisa's local, you know, <laughs> supporting local businesses, so that's good. <laughs> so let's kick things off, Rachel, and I would love for you to kind of give us your insight on podcast growth. You know, you started this with zero followers and look at how far you've come. So what were your expectations going into this whole thing? To have fun. Literally, like to have fun, to learn, to just communicate some of the things that I've been noticing, you know, clinically with what I see my most vibrant radiant clients doing. And I just saw some repeated trends. So that's really why I decided to show up here on the Rachel Varga podcast um, and some of the growth that I was actually able to experience was hitting 27th in USA for education and 20th in Canada for education, which was pretty cool. That was not my expectation. And uh, I just knew I wanted to kind of, you know, land into the ears and hearts of people out there that, uh, you know, the concept of radiance resonated with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like amazing to see how many podcast guests you've had since the beginning. What was that? Maybe you can just walk us through what the initial experience was like for you reaching out to people, you know, and what were your favorite interviews? So maybe you can walk us through a little bit of Hmm. that. Obviously our interviews. Yes. I'm serious. You reached (laughs) out to me on social media and you're like, Rachel, I really want to interview you for my YouTube channel and Mm -hmm. showed up to the interview, booked it, all that stuff. And I was like, whoa, this chick's asking me the best questions I've ever been asked by like veteran speakers and, you know, 
health and wellness icons. I'm like, this chick's got something going on. So I have to say our interview was definitely, I, that was definitely up there. And uh, what was that like for you? It was a huge turning point in my life because I had been following you for a while after hearing you on the Dave Asprey podcast. And I went down that rabbit hole of just like listening to all of your podcasts. And so, you know, it was, it was like a goal of mine to be able to interview somebody kind of of your caliber on my channel. And I was at like a thousand subscribers and I was reaching out to a lot of people and no one was getting back to me, you know? And it's like that, that like feeling of like the little engine that could, you're like, I'm going to keep trying and trying because like eventually somebody is going to say yes. And when you said yes, it changed so much for me because it gave me that little extra confidence I needed after our interview. You were like, this was amazing. And I was like, really? Like, I just think there, there's a lot of self-doubt and, um, and fear when you're starting something new, especially like a YouTube channel, when you have that limited growth and not a lot of people know who you are. And I'm still in that small category, but like things have actually gotten a lot better for me since our first interview. And we ended up collaborating in a way that I never anticipated and starting a whole- It's like, hey, Katie, let's start a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> We're like interviewing each other all the time. It's super fun. We're going to talk talking about that, don't you worry. Yeah. And so you just kind of opened a whole new door for me and I am immensely grateful. So I just feel like the universe somehow had some magical energy that transpired when we when we first both met each other. Yeah, that was really fun. So the other podcast that I really enjoyed was being on Bulletproof Radio. And one of the reasons why is I had no idea what Dave was going to ask me. And he really challenged me. Like he's, he's a fantastic interviewer. He's really good at getting information out of you that, you know, you might not have been asked in other interviews and actually like really putting you on the spot. So he kind of made me sweat during that interview. Really? Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. Do you remember? I was like, so a, nervous. Do you remember a specific question that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe like he asked that. I think it was actually the like whole cost about rejuvenation like what does this cost what does that cost and I had a hard time with that because it's so different for everybody he just wanted a nice broad statement but it was really fun I learned so much and I was very nervous and also I uh, had the pleasure of being interviewed and being interviewed and interviewing JJ Virgin. So that was really cool. Um, Dr. Anthony Yoon, America's holistic plastic surgeon, Dr. Trevor Cates, the spa doctor. I really had um, some beautiful collaborations and it's really neat actually collaborating with these like huge names in the space and also those who are just getting started and kind of helping each other out and, and all that fun stuff. So I would say those are probably my top three, yours, you and I, uh, being on Bulletproof and also Ask the Health Expert with JJ Virgin. Yeah. And that just as like a quick plug about that interview, that like hit me at the right time because she talked a lot about family health and that it happens to be, and especially, you know, with her son and, and a lot of trauma that she dealt with. And it was just so timely. I think a lot of us, you know, when you do go through a family health crisis, you know, listening to a podcast with somebody who is so authentic and tell JJ Virgin actually doesn't like that word authentic. Okay. So you real. should always be your truest version. That's just such a buzzword I hear. I know. I, I can't know. stand it anymore. And if you're wondering what one of her books are, if if you don't know who JJ Virgin is, um, she's a like multiple New York Times, New York, New York Times bestselling author, The Virgin Diet, and her book, The Warrior Mom, is a really wonderful, powerful story she shared. Mm -hmm. Don't tell my mom, but I'm sending that to her for her for Christmas. So. Aww, that's really <laughs> cool. So Rachel, what are some of your big takeaways? What have you learned as a podcaster? I don't know why I'm so nervous for this interview. I don't know. I'm like actually you. a little bit nervous. <laughs> drink up a little bit more. You'll be fine. <laughs> I never, I ne oh, I, I never drink for interviews. Okay, well, I never. Guess it doesn't count then. And I've had a couple of sips, and I'm a slow alcohol metabolizer. Is that what your Viome says? <laughs> that is actually what my genetic, um, my toolbox genomics test kit tells me. Reminds me, I still have mine over there. I still need to swab it up. I gotta go send my epigenetics. I'm so excited. Um, You're such but, okay. So I know, I, but I love us. This is why we. This is why we have a separate podcast so we can talk about all this stuff. Anyway. 
podcasting, you've taught me so much. So like, tell me a little bit about like, you know, it, say you're, you're thinking about starting a podcast because I don't know, it's like a pandemic or something and people are starting podcasts. What, what like advice would you give somebody who is just starting off like dream big or is it like, you know, be strategic or like, what were the best tools that you've used to get your podcast going? Well, that? let's just preface, the, preface this with what's your budget? What's your team? So if you are a one-man show starting a podcast like I was, I hopped on Fiverr. I found this amazing man to set up all my accounts and distribution. I think it cost me like $35. And I've had him do so many other things, recommended his services to others. And yeah, just start creating content, interviewing, figuring out the best audio and, and doing video too, which is super fun. Um, actually, I grew up playing electric guitar and writing a lot of my own music. So when I was between the ages of like 10 to 22, especially between the ages of, I think, 18 when GarageBand on the uh macbooks came out you know the old school um mm, mac mm. laptops i that's what i was doing that's how i was spending my time was actually making music and jamming out and you know i was in a punk rock band in high school that was super fun i was the only girl <laughs> but that's actually how i learned audio editing mm. and because i'm a virgo i'm pretty ocd about making sure that you know quality is on point and stuff like that. So having that understanding of an audio editing software was really helpful. Mm -hmm. And you know, I just started doing interviews in like this back converted yoga studio standalone, you know, spot and didn't have the best, you know, soundproofing and all of that, but it was pretty quiet. So I'd be kind of like jammed in this little tight spot, like sitting on this piano bench with my guest and I, and you know, my Yeti mic, which I still have the same Yeti mic, but now I have a pop blocker on it. That's important. But you just, you just get started. And I still have my first interviews up there. It's like, why take them down? So you can really see the evolution of a podcast channel and speaker. And, and it's, it's kind of fun to, to see that. But now I'm pretty like, I, I love using this platform we're using to record and new hosting platforms and editing software and tips and tricks for being more engaging. That stuff's actually make what's, what makes it kind of fun. Do you ever go back and listen to your old podcasts? No, not really. But I can't I, watch I, my old videos because it, it, I like start to cringe. Like I'm like, I can't because you you get to a point in your like creation where you're like, now I've like superseded my quality. And then when you go back, you're like, oh my gosh, did I really do that? Did I put like, that Should I delete home? it? Yeah. <laughs> no, don't delete it. It shows you kind of like the, the evolution. It's funny. I actually uh, checked out some of my old YouTube videos and I would be like, hello, my name is Rachel Varga and I'm a blah, blah, blah. Today we're going to talk about blah, blah, blah. It was so boring. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't even say it. I had to turn it off. I couldn't even watch it. Mm -hmm. So you'll you'll change over time. Yeah. And I, I think it's always have that like adaptability mindset is so important. You know, and we we were starting a podcast together. And like the one thing that I've learned is like you just have to be open to new media and new technologies that come out. You know, don't just say I'm only doing it this one way. It's like StreamYard, for instance, was something that was, you know, brand new to me. And, you know, when you started incorporating, I was like, this is a great platform. So it's like always kind of like experiment and see how things go and, you know, give things a try. And I I love what you said about just like kind of get started to see where see where you can take it. And have fun with it too. And I just like, I can't believe. So getting back to the other question, what I've learned as a podcaster is how fast I'm learning other topics with discussion through various experts in various different fields. And uh, you, you can't go to school to learn that stuff. And so we're doing interviews with each other. Either I'm interviewing someone or they're interviewing me. New concepts are, you know, coming into my ears and then my wheels start turning and it's like right now we're at a really really neat time with a massive expansion of knowledge and sharing and understanding and it's just kind of neat looking back on that and and kind of observing like just how much I've learned from collaborating with others like I couldn't even put a dollar on that or a value on that it's it's invaluable oh I 100% agree and if I were like college age and I was debating whether or not to go to school for the first time, 
I would take a year off and become a podcaster and just interview everybody about every topic. I mean, it's just that there's so much to learn and there's so many smart people out there that are speaking up and, and on these podcasts. And you, I mean, just a couple of hours of, of listening to like your podcast, I've learned more about skincare than I ever knew in my entire life. And like, I feel like I am more educated in that sense. And I'm helping other people in my own family with little tips here and there too, or I just send them to you. <laughs> Thank you. While we're talking about skincare, Oh, we got a giveaway. Sorry. I love that segue. That was perfect. Um, Also, I have a bottle of um, some Prosecco sparkling wine. So when do you think we should pop this bottle as we announce the giveaway or what? Absolutely. Let's do it right now. Let's do it live. Okay. So I do have... uh, You might want to mute this part and I can just start talking. Not a problem. Um, so as she's doing her giveaway, um, I will, you know, just say like, if you guys haven't been able to check out our secondary podcast, Beauty and the Biohacker, we now have seven episodes up. Sorry, shameless plug, Rachel, but, um, beautyandthebiohacker.com. Our new episode just went out today. We interviewed Cara from NutriSense, which is a company that does, oh, all right. They do CGMs, and then we're going to take a momentary break so she can actually pop the bubbly. All right. So typically, I would open this with some type of hand towel to... Oh, not not a machete? (laughs) All right. Let's do this. Countdown. Three, two, one. Ah! That was was brilliant. That was like... That worked out really well. We're going to have to like download this episode so I can use that pop in my videos because that was like magical. Oh, join me, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so you're mixing. You're you're mixing wine. You know, that is like against EU regulations. Like you can't mix like two, like a red and a white. I'm Sorry. I, I was, I was, I, I was just doing this. it for a fact. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's just for a fact. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to call up the EU and tell them Rachel is is doing something terrible with wine. No, it's. Uh, no, I actually have my. Um, I do have certification through WSET mm-hmm. for wine. Me too. Me too. Level so that was two. A... <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Oh yeah, girl. I was I was super nerd on wine. Yeah, I don't drink it, but I know a lot about it. <laughs> I foresee a Napa Valley tour at some point. So that'd be super fun. All right. Giveaway time. Katie, what are the rules? What are the rules and regulations? Oh my God. I don't remember, Rachel. Okay. So I believe it is what you need to do in order to to win this giveaway is you need to write a review or leave a review on the Rachel Varga podcast and then take a screenshot of this episode and tag Rachel in it on Instagram. Was that right? Yes. And if you don't have social media, send me a screenshot of your review and email it to me, info at rachelvarga.ca. I just like, I wanted to do kind of something fun that, you know, these types of of products I think are going to be really great for everybody. And they're some of my favorite medical grade mineral-based sunscreens. I don't know why I'm so nervous for this episode. Don't be nervous. Let your hair oh, down, yeah. girl. You, I mean, you look like Rapunzel, by the way. It's very cute. I love the look. But um, also, the what? Maybe just for our listeners on the podcast who don't see, what is the uh, product that you're actually giving away? This is the Tizo Primer Facial SPF with sheer tint primer and built-in antioxidants, and then my favorite lip sunscreen, which I I actually have like a little video of me putting it on, on my Instagram page. So go check that out. And yeah, I think you talk a little bit about this in winter skin camp, right? And if you guys haven't joined winter skin camp, there's still time. There's still many left weeks left of winter. Winter is coming. It's not here yet, but it's coming. So Rachel, do you want to tell them how to join winter skin camp? 
Mm-hmm. Winterskincamp.com or allthingsrachelvarga.ca. And uh, thanks, Katie. So one of the things that is really important for us to know, whether it's the summer, it's the fall, it's the winter, it's the spring, you got to wear your sunscreen every day. The verdict's out that sunscreen helps to prevent skin cancers. There are multiple studies for this. And what's wild is the blue light. By the way, I do have a blue sparkly pom-pom from JJ Virgin. Oh. So I thought we were looking laughing. at the blue light on our phone. <laughs> Got caught on my lipstick. That was embarrassing. Um, Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why did JJ version give you a pom pom? It was talk about that. It was part of like a um, health collaborative box. Okay, it it was all very exciting. So she didn't just show up to your door one day and say, "Hey, Rachel, I saw this and I thought you'd like it." No, not quite. No, it got delivered. Uh, okay. Anyways, so getting back to blue, I brought that up because it's a blue pom pom. I was like, oh, that'll that's a cute segue. Clearly, I'm super nervous for this interview. So, the blue light from our devices and our laptop and our cell phones are actually emitting a light that is damaging to our skin. So during the daylight, we have UVA, which is the you know the cloudy, rainy rays, what still gets through the clouds. UVB, which are the burning rays. Those are like the really hot, sunny rays. And then there's blue light and they all reach different depths in the skin and the blue light rays actually reach deeper than all of them. So even if you're just kicking it at home, doing interviews or pretending that you're good at interviews, not knowing what you're doing, just, you know, (laughs) perusing on your computer or your tablets. Do make sure you got your sunscreen, you have your sunscreen on. I got your sunscreen on. It's terrible grammar, but it is a good tip to make sure that you... (laughs) You get your sun exposure in first thing in the morning because we need the vitamin D synthesis. Okay, I cannot be like this is both not fun. Be edited, right now. By the way, no, <laughs> I can't. Be, I can't be like both fun and professional. Uh, what's wrong with me? Girl, like burning up here. My cheeks are all rosy. Love this side of Rachel. This is like <laughs> this is Rachel after dark. Literally, like there is no cloud in the sky behind you because it's pitch black. So this is literally Rachel after dark. Um. Okay. So speaking of. All the, you know, crazy juggling of everything, you know, with your blue light on your phone and all that stuff. You do a lot yourself and you are, you know, you're hosting two podcasts and you, you know, do clinical work and consultations and winter skin camp and, you know, all of these amazing, and you're married, like you've got so much going on. How do you decompress, juggle it all? What do you love doing the most? And another thing to add to that is I am the newest executive board member for Plastic Surgical Nursing Journal and peer reviewer. So that's kind of fun. Uh, So yeah, just learning lots and, you know, work hard, play hard. So the way that I play is I hop in my Jeep and grab my best friend, Lena. We hop in the Jeep with my full kit. Seriously, I got this kit in the back of my Jeep because I'm prepared this, they got this massive black box. I got an axe. I got fire starter. I got a Presto log. I have screwdrivers. I have, you know, wrenches and, and all sorts of what else do I have? I got spare fuses. I have oh spare God. headlights, spare tire that's filled up to the right pressure, um, jumper cables, all the fluids my vehicle is going to need, zap straps. There's a bunch of other stuff. But basically, if I get stuck out there, I got to get myself out and I have actually had mechanical failure and all sorts of exciting stuff. So this is what happens when you go into the woods with Rachel, you never know what you're going to get. So you better be prepared, but I have to do that to like escape the sounds of, um, you know, civilization, people, Wi-Fi, EMFs, all that stuff. It's like, if you're in nature, but like there's tons of people around you, you're still getting access to their Bluetooth on their cell phone, the EMFs from that. Uh, So that's really important. That's just something that I absolutely have to do. I carve out basically an entire day where I just escape all of that and get out of the house. And obviously uh, my hubby and I, we don't have kids at this point. So I'm able to do that. But I feel for people that can't do that. Um, So it's really important for us to really carve out time. I do a lot of meditations. So my meditation practice is evolving. I always do something in the morning and then in the evening and 
I have a wonderful uh, woman who I've been working with for the last 10 years as well. I meet with her probably monthly. She's a, a you know clinical psychologist and then also does a lot of um, like energetic stuff, which is pretty exciting, like electromagnetic balancing and, and all that sweet jazz. And then Katie, you got all the biohacking stuff. So you don't even have to go in nature. You just got the tech. I, I do, but you know, it's you and I are kindred souls. Like I feel like I decompress and fully like can, you know, be, be a better person and show up in the world after I take care of myself in nature. Nature is like, it's my happy place. And this past weekend after coming home from three weeks of travel under very stressful situations, what was the first thing I did? Grounding grounding was it. I just sat, put my feet on the ground. I did a meditation. And within like 20 minutes, I was just like, wow, I feel alive again. It's the energy of the earth that just like fills me up. So I think even if you do have kids and even if you do work a very busy schedule and you don't have the time, just go outside for five minutes and put your feet on the soil. And you'll be amazed. Even just five minutes can do you wonders. So I always say, try to just take that little bit of time for yourself because it's so important, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't wait until it's too late. You have a really great video on integrating like biohacking and health optimization to your family members. So all of you guys head on over to uh, Katie Taipei's YouTube channel because that's a really sweet resource. I have definitely shared that with a bunch of people already. So thank you for sharing that. Oh. Thank you. And yeah, I, I decided to make that video because I think it's just one of those issues that not enough people talk about. You know, it's like, I, I feel like I've made so much progress with myself, with biohacking and with just, you know, learning how to take better care of myself. And it's the second that you want to help your people who you love most who aren't open or receptive to it at that point that you start to hit a roadblock and then you start to kind of question like, how can I get in? And so I do try to offer some suggestions and guidance. It's not a perfect science. It's definitely a long road, but I think like there are ways to start to incorporate some of those things and help the people you love most because it's better to do it now than wait, as you said. Mm-hmm. And talking about those that we love most, it's really important. Uh, I know you're asking me questions about like, what it's like to start a podcast, tips for being a podcaster, tips for balancing it. You just got to do stuff you like. You have to do stuff that you enjoy and that you love. And when you do that, it doesn't seem like work, especially when you start to get, you know, kind words and feedback and really hearing how things can impact people's lives and what sometimes your work means to other people. And like yourself, you reached out to me after hearing me on Bulletproof Radio. And I'm so incredibly grateful for that opportunity to be on that show and just like really learn from innovators out there, which, which is pretty fun. Yeah. And, um, and that kind of ties in nicely to like, you know, taking a glance back to your first interview, which we talked about was like in a yoga room and I can only imagine the scene right now. And, uh, what has surprised you the most since that first day of podcasting, you know, looking at how far you've come and, you know, a hundred episodes and you've got hundreds more to come. So, you know, what, what surprised you and what are you most grateful for in this experience? I'm trying to think what my first interview was, because that's one of the questions. Looking back at your first interview, I can't remember what it was. I kind of think I remember it had some, you were talking about like uh, something with water, like a, um, a, like crystal in water. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. This is Rachel Trivia 101. Katie remembers. <laughs> wow. You're like a true fan. Oh, my, oh my God. Is that weird? That No, I just remember like listening to it and being like, oh, my God. I want to get one of those water bottles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a that was a really fun one. And um, I'm trying to think of the first time I was interviewed. I honestly can't remember. Hmm. I can't remember. That's not a bad thing, you know. It means you've just had so many. Like I will remember, interviews. however, the first time I did public speaking. Oh, when was that? I cannot forget this because I was, it's a trauma. It, this, okay, childhood trauma, Rachel coming up. Let's come together. Let's listen. Come on. Huddle. I grew up with crazy, curly, frizzy hair. No idea what to do with it. I got made fun of hard by the boys growing up. There would be one time in grade five, 
a boy came up to me and said, Rachel, what did you do? Put your finger in a light bulb socket? Because my hair is frizzy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in grade eight, another young boy, he will remain unnamed, came up to me and said, Rachel, you are the ugliest girl in the world. I promptly kicked him in the shin. I kicked him really hard in the shin. I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, Rachel, have you ever reached back out to this person and like sent him like a link to your website? Because I feel like that would be the ultimate revenge. <laughs> no, 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 I'm okay, not going to do that. She's way bigger than that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Where is it going back? Okay. First speaking engagement. So during high school, there is a bank in my community that had this like student program. So my mom and sister said to me, you should totally apply to this. This would be a really good job for you to have while you're, you know, finishing up high school, make some money. And my sister dressed me as in this like ridiculous floral fluffy skirt, weirdest outfit. You know, when like people try and dress you and you just do not feel comfortable. You're like, "Mm, I feel like I am a flower vase right now. Anyways, so my mom had this idea that I was going to talk about my hair because she thought it was a really exciting topic to talk about in front of like 30 or 40 fellow people my age. I think it was probably 16 at the time. So anyways, this woman brings me up to this portable on the top of like the Hudson's Bay building downtown. And so it's like fell like 10 flights of stairs up. It was like two flights. But maybe my cardio wasn't that great. And I was nervous. And I was totally out of breath. So here I am. Open the door. Boom. You're like in front of 30, 40 people, kids my own age. And so I was talking about how I have this problem. And, you know, this problem, it like really interferes with me doing things with my friends and, and, you know, really enjoying myself because it's this thing. And I have to spend all this money to like keep it under control because it's like, it's, it's a huge problem that I have to deal with on a daily basis. And then the punchline was, it's my hair. It was so bad. And I was like half hyper hyperventilating during the, during the talk too. So it was extra special talk. Second talk was in university. It was a sexual education program. And I did it with about four or five of my peers and typical Virgo style probably did 75% of the, the, the content, the slides, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, starting the intro of it and I full on started hyperventilating, like actually couldn't breathe. And my, my, you know, peer next to me totally took over. I'm like, what is going on? Fully hyperventilated. Okay. So now flash forward, I don't know, eight years or something. My first time speaking at a live women's expo, you know, there's probably 100, 200 vendors there, people sitting down, catching me live. You know, my hubby was going to film it, which is really exciting. You have like the camera and the gimbal and all that cool stuff. I was like, you know, they put the mic on me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like super nervous. And my hubby's a pro fighter. He's a six-time pro world champion kickboxer. His name's Gabriel Varga. You should totally check him out. Such an inspiration. I'm like, Gabe, I don't know how you get on stage and fight on these massive networks in front of like hundreds of millions of people. I was losing it. I'm like, Gabriel, please rub my shoulders. Like, just try and calm down my nervous system. Anyways, I got on, on stage, ended up delivering the lecture, and I was fine. But I really needed that nervous system, like, reset. And now it's, you know, kind of no big deal to, like, well, I did get a little flushed. I'm still a little rosy right now uh, for, with this particular episode. And uh, I think it's just, yeah. it's just your shirt. It's just, like, it's, re- you know, it's resonating. Like a yeah. That's not true. It's not the shirt. So yeah, it's a crop. Wait, I just I still have a question. I'm sorry. Let let's just you know rewind just one second because you really just jumped past that 16 year old story, and I really needed I need to get something out of the way. Were you trying to be a comedian, and then this was like a failed attempt, and you're like, oh my? Did anybody laugh at your joke, or was it not supposed to be a joke? Oh, it was, was it like worse. It awkward? was worse than that. Everybody was like, just like <laughs> looking at me with one eyebrow raised, like that is the stupidest. Oh no. That was oh, the no, stupidest Rachel. presentation. It, they were not impressed. So you I were did trying not to be get funny. the position. 
Oh my gosh, Rachel. But that totally explains like the trauma. Like I'm not a psychologist, guys. This is not medical advice. Oh, this was like, tra- This was traumatic. You're like that was the trauma that was like coming through when you were in your late 20s at your women's expo was you're like still feeling that, you know, like come to the surface. So I don't know. I'm just, I feel like that, like all that stuff you carry with you throughout your life, you know? Like, I mean, I've told you my trauma about like being a journalist and talking about it and it's like, um, you know, you just, sometimes it's hard to get pushed past those barriers, but once you do, I gotta like release this. I'm like so warm right now. I'm like, this is, it's, it's still trapped in my body. I better do some EFT after this. Yeah, seriously. But that is that, thank you for sharing those. I feel like every time we talk, I get like a little bit more insight into like the Rachel, Rachel Varga behind the scenes. It's awesome. I love that. And, um, I've, I've been finding, you know, just kind of as a trick for me is like, deep breathing. I, I am so excited. Like this next quarter of like my life, which I guess is like the next two months. I don't know why I'm like talking like the, the, the year isn't like quarters anymore. Like we like act on a semester system. The next two months of my life, I am going to spend trying to learn the Wim Hof breathing style. Oh, love Wim Hof. I, I just read James Nestor's breath. Have you read that yet? Oh Mm -hmm. girl. Mind blowing. It is by the way. Yeah. Wim Hof, hmm. how we juggle it all, cold water exposure. I love getting in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And little did I know that there's all these like weirdos here that do the same thing. So I'm not as weird. Mm-mm. There's like group of people that just go in the ocean with their little toques on here in Canada. So now I can go with other people and not feel so strange. But I have to do Wim Hof breathing to like survive it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm going to learn that in the next you know, month or two. I'll let you know how it goes. The ocean is not as cold in California as it is in Canada. Girl, please. It is. It's freezing. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take my thermometer out. I'll be like, look, it's 34 degrees. I don't know. I I, listen. I was in New Yorker. I'm sorry. There it goes. There it goes. Rachel, you can't do this live anymore. Look at what happened. I'm falling apart now. You and me both. Coming out. Oh Look my at my gosh. chest is red. I'm getting red too. <laughs> so you got your hidden New Yorker. I got my hidden Irish. You give me a pint of Guinness and whoo. <laughs> but listen, I don't it's have an excuse. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking ketones. You're drinking like alcohol. So I big difference here. Big di- Okay. I started right, fine. Because I mixed it. I mixed the rosé and the Prosecco for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you tainted it. I mm. did. All right. So let's move on. I think we did this question already. Let's move to the next one. Okay. Let's talk now about the next chapter of Rachel Varga podcast. What's coming up? Who are you like excited to interview? If you have anything lined up that you're, you can give us a little, you know, secret details on, and then let's jump into the bio beauty and the biohacker podcast. Cause I know something about that. You know what? I'm just at the point where I'm very open to receiving And I just have complete faith that however things turn out, it's just going to be a beautiful journey. And I'm just showing up for the ride. I'm doing the work that I feel like I need to do to uh, keep myself grounded, body, my spirit, energy. And I've just always been a firm believer that things will always work out for me in my highest good. I definitely have a lot of like protection around me and I work to cultivate that. And I recommend that everybody do that to really cultivate, um, you know, protection of themselves and their minds and their bodies and their health and everything. So the next chapter of the Rachel Varga podcast, it's going to be radiance. It's going to be, um, research on grounding, So that's going to be one of my next topics, going to be talking about promoting health and wellness, like health priority as the priority in the aesthetic medicine and aesthetic nursing space uh, with a paper that's in the pipeline for that. It's going to be like an algorithm for clinicians to follow to, you know, make sure that they're not treating clients that might have underlying autoimmune stuff or health conditions that if they get certain rejuvenation treatments, it might just kind of put them over their toxin threshold. This is really important to you're tuning in here to the Rachel Varga podcast for a reason. You want to have great skin. You want to look good. You want to feel good in the process. There's a lot of that. There's a lot that you need to know. And I'm really transparent with you know the good, the bad, 
with the industry. And, you know, that's what I love to talk about, but I'm really pumped. So you were talking about the, it, this was a study, this was um, from um, a man in Japan and he, you can just Google this. It's like the snowflake water crystallization kind of deal. So the concept is, is when there is a more kind of like coherent frequency or you're saying the words like love and gratitude, joy, that, that those words are emitting a certain frequency to the water. And then what happens is, you know, this, this is shown, if you just Google this, that the water crystalline structure takes on a, a more uniform shape. So what I've been able to see recently is the effect of grounding on our red blood cells. So ungrounded red blood cell sample. There's a couple of samples. You can just Google this. Groundology.com shares a lot of this stuff, which is great. The sort of ungrounded red blood cells will kind of congeal together. They look a little bit disorganized because the ionic interactions are disorganized. And then once the subject has been exposed to grounding, so say you're getting out in nature or you're using the different, you know, biomats that you talk about in your channel, Katie, there's more organization in the ionic interactions of the red blood cells. So the red blood cells, they're more evenly spaced. They're not like congealed and stacked on top of one another. So where my wheels are always turning is the future, right? How we can really optimize what we're doing to look good and feel good. And when you feel good, you look good, right? So I think that there's probably going to be a tie between the organization of our elastin and collagen in our skin. If there's already proof of red blood cells behaving in a more uniform manner when a subject is grounded. This is very interesting. Oh my gosh. So you're doing a paper on this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it. I'm officially putting the call out now. If you have content to support the uh, concept of grounding and the science, please send me some information, some research re uh, articles at info at rachelbarga.ca. Yeah. Um, did you check out the grounding movie by, or the earthing movie, by the way? I'm not sure. Why not? Why haven't I? What's I'll send wrong it to with you. Me? You should definitely reach out to like one of the, I, I forget the guy's name, but he, he's like the top pioneer in like the grounding space right now. And I feel like, you know, if we can get him on your show, that would be phenomenal. So if you're listening right now, hit up Rachel. I think like he's got, he's got, he's just a wealth of knowledge on that front. And I mean, I've done my own little, you know, experience with my Withings blood pressure monitor and like checking my blood pressure going down, looking at my Muse data, you know, looking at my aura heart ring variability data. And it's true. It's like, I've seen all of my measurements go in the right direction, you know, in like the optimal human physical performance direction while grounding as opposed to just doing a meditation on hard surface in my house. So yeah, I mean, it's not only something you can feel, but you can actually physically quantify, which you know I love. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. Mm -hmm. One of the things I wanted to just jump back to was what I've learned as a podcaster. And what I've learned is to be brave and to really unblock your freaking throat chakra, right? So if you're having a hard time expressing yourself, I feel like since I started doing interviews, my communication skills have improved because that was always something that I really struggled with, like hence hyperventilating. That's not super fun. But you just kind of, if you challenge yourself, if you do new things, you might just find that like next hobby for yourself. And it's, it's really empowering to challenge yourself. I could not agree more. And um, yeah, I think, you know, that kind of ties nicely into the, the challenge of starting a second podcast, which we have done this, this year and this, you know, in the past month. And, you know, I was just getting my YouTube channel off the ground and hitting 5k, which is a huge milestone. And, and then we start a podcast together and it was a challenge to really say, okay, you know, like I've got to like, you know, um, arrange my time differently. I've got to get better at time management. That's never been my strong suit, you know? And so I've always like pushed things out. Like even in college, I'd be like writing a paper at like 11 PM. It was due at like seven the next day. I always like to work under pressure. So that's just kind of me, but I have now realized like you will burn out if you keep doing that, Katie. Like, oh, yeah. You're too old. You're too old now. You're in your thirties. You're not like an 18 year old anymore. Nah, you're you know? still a baby. I am a little bit of a baby and I got a lot of energy, but 
it's still, I think when you push yourself in that right direction, you say, this is the thing I want to be doing. And I'm excited to be collaborating with someone who I admire and also work really well with. This is a no brainer. This is something I've got to, I've got to pursue. And even though it is a challenge at times, you know, to get people on the podcast, to do all of the editing and all that stuff, it is so satisfying. And at the end of the day, when you do put it out into the world and you get that kind of feedback from people. And please, if you do listen to the Beauty and the Biohacker podcast, leave us a review and let us know what you think. But it's true. It's like even just the learning aspect of every interview guest that we've had has been worth it. So, and more time with you, of course. (laughs) Yeah. You're so much fun to work with. And the kicker is that Katie and I, we've never met in real life. We're like e-friends. We're only virtual friends. Yeah, it's kind of weird because like I never, ever, ever thought that like given the circumstances that we're under, like I would become more social during this time and that I would make a new best friend during this time who I've never even met who lives in a different country. Like it's kind of bizarre, but it's also really amazing to see how far technology can go. Like we can connect in this way and we can distribute information to people in this way. And as a result, like, you know, we can actually establish a friendship. And so, you know, there are no boundaries. There are no limits. Like if you believe in doing something, just do it, you know? And and I think that's kind of like the, the biggest takeaway of this year for me is like, if you want to be more social, put yourself out there, you know, you just have to be ready to receive. So yeah, I think it's it's wild that we haven't met each other, but girl, when I do meet you, it's going to be hug set 101. <laughs> totally. It's going to be I have a feeling it's going to be at like some type of big conference and there's going to be some really cool people that are just going to we're just going to hang out and have a good time. Yeah. And it's going to be really funny. It's like really like this is a concept that I don't this is something that uh humanity hasn't really seen a lot of. Mm-hmm. Like people that just, okay, sure. There's like online dating and stuff like that. Like people yeah. can be across the planet, whatever. But know. our story is very unique. Like I, I don't often think about it just cause I'm like, oh yeah, like Rachel's my friend. But like when I stop and they're like, how did you meet Rachel? I'm like, oh, uh, I sent her a DM on Instagram. That's like kind of creepy, right? Like not that I'm calling myself out as being a creep. I'm just like, that's just the, how it all transpired. And like, you know, but you could have just like denied me and been like block. <laughs> that was such a creepy laugh you just did (laughs) it goes to the territory i'm sorry what can i say like i had to i mean my acting skills are really coming out in this episode so you have Um, acting skills yeah i did theater all throughout high school i was always the old lady i was ann eller in oklahoma in like ninth grade and everyone's like you're perfect for this and i was like great i guess that says a lot about myself that's awesome maybe you can (laughs) teach me how to act girl that was really just, stupid no that was no. weird it's just, that was it, weird. you just yeah <laughs> i think i think we're, we're gonna have to wrap up soon before people just <laughs> go crazy listening to us oh man but this was so much fun i'm i feel like i've learned even more about you this time and i hope the listeners have too as well you know you are just a beautiful person inside and out you can tell that to your ninth grade uh frenemy but honestly like you just you radiate you know, and that's, that's an important thing that I, I have found has helped me in my own life and showing up for other people. You know, you do such a great job showing up for your audience, for your clients, for, for your podcast listeners, you know, every, every time you get on the mic. And that is just, that's a testament to who you are as a person and the kind of life you live and what you, you know, you practice what you preach. And so I'm just so grateful to call you a friend and to always have you kind of in my corner cheering me on even during the good and bad times. And thank you for, for being there in some, some more difficult times this past month. Yeah. Don't, you know, if people reach out to you, 
don't like downplay it. Don't just brush it under the rug. You never know the, the power of like human connection. And even if we're far apart, we can still support one another in really beautiful and profound ways, which is really cool. So mm-hmm. thank you for your lovely kind words, Katie. And it's been really fun having you make, it, make me sweat a little bit on my own <laughs> podcast. I was like actually a little sweaty here. I totally like my cheeks got all extra hot. Like I'm still a little bit warm. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just the light that's on you. Maybe it's just a hot light. That's oh, that's okay. really it. That's it. It's just a hot light. And don't yeah. forget about the giveaway in case you guys are still listening. If you're still listening by now, you deserve this giveaway. Absolutely. So <laughs> leave a review. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel and share your review on the at Rachel Varga official tag me. If you don't have social media, that's totally cool. I totally fully get that. Send me an email of a screenshot info at rachelvarga.ca. This is like definitely one of my um, winter skin essentials is this mineral-based hydrating lip balm. It goes with me all the time. Even when I'm going to the woods, I still got this. I still got my copper firming mist as well. Those are like non-essential. Those are essentials. Rewind. <laughs> no, but seriously, my lips are so dry right now. So I, I totally hear you. You've got to just moisturize, but make sure you're doing it with the right type of product, you know, because you're basically right. eating it. Yeah, basically it's, yeah, we should do a whole episode that reminds me on like lip products and stuff. Oh yes, girl. And I've been getting so many questions about body scrubs and what Mm -hmm. I recommend to use for body scrubs. And I actually love recommending just making your own like hand washes, body washes, body scrubs, all that stuff. So I have some really lovely like body oils that I like to work with. And then um, some bath recipes is like when I pour my bath, it's like, Water goes on, pouring my Epsom salts, a couple of glugs of some sweet oil, got my red light therapy going. I do my dermal rolling in my bathtub. Nice. It's it's quite the production. Also, P.S., sorry, this is just one little extra tangent. Don't tell Dave Asprey, but you know what I do with his bulletproof beans after I grind them? I use them as my exfoliant. Coffee beans. Have you heard of that? Of course I have. Oh, of course. Yeah, duh. Like, who am I talking to? Have you ever done that with Bulletproof Beans? I feel like it's like extra special. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to ask him about that. I will. I'll I'll get back to you on that. No, don't tell. Don't write me out. Oh, it's a secret. Well, I mean, like, I don't know if he's going to be like, think like, oh my God, that girl's just using my beans. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Well, no, you're grinding them and then you're making coffee. And then what are you going to do? Check the beans? No, you're getting a whole new purpose out of them. That's kind of cool. It's actually, oh my God. You know what? Tell Dave. This is amazing. I will do a post on it for him. I will like Instagram that up. We should both do that. <laughs> I think that'd be adorable. The only issue with coffee grinds is if you have like a septic system, yeah. that's not going to be a good sitch situation. Mm. Uh-uh. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I, f- I find that like coffee, coffee scrubs in the shower, like it's pretty messy. It is. Yeah, I know. I learned I learned that the hard way. Jasper got really mad at me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of messy bathrooms, I have a horrific sunless tanner experience that I'm pretty sure I shared it in our previous episode when we we're talking all about sunless tanners. Yes, that. you did. Oh my God. So go back and listen to yeah, that. That's like, a good that's one. like episode like 61 or something. I'm just making up a number. It's like, how do you know that? I mean, I remembered your first episode. So like, really, would it be that much of a stretch to remember that one? Um, I love you lots. I I had so much fun on this. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to hang out with you on our second podcast. I'm (laughs) so grateful for you, Katie, and taking this journey with me. And for you listening and watching, I just, I'm beyond grateful for your ongoing support and your kind words. And just please reach out. Let me know some of the things you'd like to learn about so that I can continue to create valuable content here on the show. Obviously, this is kind of a fun one. You know, nothing too educationally mind-blowing in this one, but that's okay. Sometimes it's fun to have a little bit of fun together, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Have a fabulous one. Stay classy, everybody. <laughs> Why did I say that? I love that. I love that. <laughs>